Scudder, my brother was handy. Hey, fantasy, deception. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk them out. We flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Session, yeah, what it is, hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy in Session. The podcast today is December the 17th, and the uh, boys uh, are back in town for part two of that playoff week one breakdown. What it is, how you feeling, my boy? Put Jabbar in the bed now. What you got going on? Sun drop, we here, we live. You know, we couldn't. Leave y'all out there without a pot to kick it to, man, because it's rough out there right now, man. Yeah. It is rough, man. It's like, and it's a good year for me. I done made it to a lot of playoffs, and it's like, bro, I'm just waiting for the news to hit for my player to be like, he on IR or he on he on the vid list. It's every it's time like, a yeah. sleeper update goes off, baby, like hold your breath, and I keep getting hit by. It. I keep getting hit. We can go ahead and uh, start with the news then since we already on it. Uh, DK Metcalf, full practice. Let's uh, go. Elijah Mitchell is, will be held out this week. Uh, Jalen Hurts expected to play. Uh, Zach Ertz is questionable, but he's expected to play. Aaron Jones is clear of knee injury. He's expected to play. Um, Marquise Brown is limited at practice today, but he might play. Swift is out on Sunday. That sucks. Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, speaking of, they moved two games to Sunday. I mean, to Tuesday. Front set, yeah. To Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a crazy week one of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> it's going to be drug out. So it's going to be a lot of people on Tuesday holding their breath. Uh, they Chill moved in, bro. Washington at Philly on to Tuesday at 7 p.m. And Seattle play the Rams at 7 p.m. Uh, both, whoa, game whoa, was- both games at 7 p.m.? Yeah, so I don't know. That was lame. Why they do that? But so both games, you're gonna have to got there. You know, it's, it's fantasy relevant players in both. We'll get to those matchups this episode. Um, Odell Beckham uh, is affected by that Tuesday. He tested negative, uh, so he might be able to play Tuesday. Things are looking like. Bro, I, mean, I got me some Van Jefferson shares, and I was like, bro, he about to eat, and now he's still gonna do a little something, but gotta knock him down. <laughs> the um, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think that is it as far as big news. I don't see anything else. You got anything else? Oh, Damian Harris is out um Saturday. That sucks. And Miles Sanders will play on Saturday, and Terry McLaurin is still questionable. Uh, and Fournette is playing. And uh Edmonds and um Connor, both of those guys are supposed to be playing. Uh, Lamar, Darrell Lamar Henderson, Jackson didn't practice. Right, Lamar Jackson. I haven't heard anything of Darrell Henderson. This situation is getting. He's on the he IR. Imagine Jamal Williams. Not Darrell Henderson on the vehicle. Yeah. Darrell, oh, for the okay. running back for the Rams? Nah, my boy. He on the vehicle list. Him and Jamal Williams, but there haven't been no update or any really news about the guys getting off. I thought they put him on IR. So, so you just got to. Watch out and hear about that for the Lions running back situation. If Jamal Williams is going to be activating play, and for the Rams, man, if uh, Darrell Henderson is playing, but the game is on Tuesday, so you got to have something. We got to hear something by Sunday, bro. This is getting ugly, bro. Let me see about Darrell Henderson. Uh, shout out to Matt Daddy Presents. How we feel about AJ Green this week? I appreciate you for the support, bro. Uh, I like AJ Green, man. Carlos was talking about him. Uh, we we about to probably get to him a little bit later in the episode. But I like AJ Green and Christian Kirk. I feel like they probably provide the safest floors because we know they're gonna have to throw the ball somewhere. And AJ Green, I mean, I'm starting all of them. Kirk, AJ Green, and Zach Ertz. I'm starting all of them where I can. I'm talking about Rondell Moore though. I, I think Rondell Moore is the odd man out this week. Um, oh yeah, got like to him. the young buck. Mm-hmm. But I do like AJ Green this week. Uh, we get to that game. I think that game is second. Um, but I think that's all the news and notes I got. So without further ado, let's give an eight-second moment of silence out to all the uh, fallen victims out there. I don't think it's any thing pressing to give a moment of silence. Oh, let's give another moment of silence to, um, was it Jalen Guyton? Was that the one? Uh, Palmer. I think he, he's a oh, tight Palmer. end. 
Yeah, Palmer. Uh, Palmer, he, I, I think he uh, left the hospital. Don't quote me on that. I, th- I thought I read something about that. But yeah, we can put him in there too. Yeah, for sure. It's Dolph, and we back, man. Let's get into it. Playoffs, Playoffs, man. The only person that's winning the playoffs right now is Corona. Corona is the winner of playoffs. The Marion version. Farmer, that's his name. Appreciate Carlos. Shout out to Carlos. He couldn't make it today, but here in the comments. Um, that's crazy. We both don't know the name. But anyway, man, we're going to start the week off, uh, start this episode off with the first game. I think that's me. The first game, we got Tennessee at Pittsburgh. It's a pick them over under 43 points. So we're going to start on the Tennessee side of the ball. I got the starts for Tennessee. Dante Foreman, uh, he's been leading the backfield now. Uh, 109 yards on the ground against the Patriots. And he followed that up with a 15-touch, 62-yard performance against the Jags where he found the end zone. It was a blowout, so he didn't really have to play as much. Uh, <clears throat> he doesn't seem like the guy as far as passing yards go. Um, that seems like to be Jeremy Nichols' role. Uh, he's also healthy this week. The Steelers are allowing the most fancy points to the running back position since week 10, and we just seen Dalvin Cook go crazy on them last week. So I like uh, Dante Foreman this week um, as far as Tennessee starts, and that's the only, like, clear-cut it start I, I got. You don't think Hiller going to get some money? Uh, I mean, it's the playoffs, and if that's what you got to play put in your lineup, you have to, I think, at that point. But I'm not forcing Hilliard in my in my lineup. Cause you, you you got like you know the situation. Because McNichols, because McNichols is back this week, and so I don't just don't True. know where those. I thought he was back last back. week too. Well, he played last week. I don't. Let me see. So I I got a quick question then, because this is one mm-hmm. of our leagues where we got this problem. What's the question? Is Hiller or let me get to the league? Hiller or. Is it the gridiron league? All right. Mm, Hiller or Hiller or Craig Reynolds. <laughs> that's gross. Uh, probably Craig Reynolds because he's going to lead the backfield. Maybe. I don't know. That's yeah. Is that what, is you, that what we're and going through? That's why I had Hiller in there. It was DeAndre Carter, the wide receiver for um, the, the Washington f- football team. So it's between DeAndre Carter, um, Craig Reynolds, or uh, Dontrell Hillard. I might actually go DeAndre Carter, man. He, he gets some kind of targets, and if, especially especially if Terry McLaurin is like uh, a, a maybe, and with that concussion, he might not play. So I, 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 I can see Don, uh, DeAndre Carter because those that Dante that that Dontrell Hillard that's that sounds like a setup. I don't know. As uh, Los, if he's still listening in the comments. Uh, so what's some- oh, he already said. Craig Reynolds? Uh, right, I don't think Tyler Haneke playing this sweet game move to two, so they no longer play. He got the COVID, so if he can test negative, he got till Tuesday. Okay, it might be up, but yeah, I can't wait to Tuesday on that. So, yeah, it's going to be between Reynolds or Hillier. Hillier. I got, I just switched uh, Reynolds. And for Hilliard, but I just had to get that. You can go ahead. Uh, some fringe players I got for Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill. He's been kind of shaky um, as of late. Um, he hasn't had many passing catcher options, so that could be another thing. Uh, he hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in the last two weeks. Uh, the rushing touchdowns uh, has been saving him since week nine. He hasn't produced any, any, but he's been getting rushing touchdowns. That's been like giving him fantasy-relevant days. He does get the Steelers this week, who given up the tenth most fantasy points to the quarterback position per uh, game since Week Ten. Um, so that is a like a good matchup. I don't like him in single quarterback leagues, but in, in super flex leagues, um, I can see you could do worse. Um, Julio Jones, I got him as a fringe player too. He didn't. He did lead the team in targets in his first week back with six, caught four for thirty three yards. Um, but they didn't have to do much because they blew the Jags out. The Steelers are very vulnerable to wide receivers. Um, as of late, um, 21st, ranked 21st in fancy points given up to the wide receiver. So they are at the back end of the NFL. And he does have a good matchup against Sutton this week, who's given up a 68% catch rate. Um, that's all I got for that side of the ball. Okay. On the other side of the ball, we got 
I got start Big Ben. He's one of my starters of the week. Uh, since week mm-hmm. 11, he has been the QB six, uh, 15 yards and third in touchdowns. And he's only thrown the ball less than 40 times once in that span. And the Titans are ranked 20th in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position in week 10. So if you're looking for a streamer, I think Big Ben is one at home this week. Um, Najee Harris, because Najee Harris probably doesn't have the game that you expect him to have. Um, Tennessee is fit, is allowing the fifth fewest fantasy points to the running back over the last five weeks. Uh, they've allowed a combined 202 yards and only two touchdowns in five weeks. So that is not good news for Najee Harris, but you still start him. Of course, you just temper your expectations. Of course, you start Deontay, uh, Chase Claypool, even though he did some dumb shit last week, he's still getting the volume. Um, so, he has a, a lot of dumb shit. Yeah, he's wild. Uh, he, he had, he has, he's now had at least 50 yards in the last four games and has seen less than eight targets only once in that span. So I do like him this week. Um, the matchup isn't great, but I do think they're going to throw the ball, uh, and fire move. I think you can start him also tied second, um, in the league among tight ends, with touchdowns since week 10. And he only has two fewer targets than Travis Kelsey in that span also. So I do like him too. Um, that not is all anymore at the, at the last night. Not no, I think that's even last night. I think that might even be whipped last night. Can't be. He went ham last night since week ten, though, because he had two of those weeks where he only had like two, three targets each week, some shit like that. Like the last two weeks, me and Los talked about it last night. Okay, true, true. Well, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, that's all I got from that game. Um, let's see, got anything else? Sound good to me, boy. All right, on to the next game. We got the Arizona Cardinals, I believe. Yeah, the Arizona Cardinals at Detroit. Uh, the Cardinals 13 and a half point favorites, 47 and a half point over under. Of course, he's starting Kyler Murray and James Conner. Uh, he practiced today, so of course, he's starting him. Uh, as far as the wide receivers go, we t- touched on this a little bit before, but with DeAndre Hopkins going out, um, AJ AJ Green is the is the one that everybody's looking to. Uh, he saw ten targets and caught seven of them for 102 yards. And as a team, uh, Detroit has given up uh, as five week the 19th most fantasy points to wide receivers. So I, I could see AJ Green being being the guy. And even when DeAndre Hopkins was there, he wasn't really the guy. Green has run 88 percent of his route from the right side of the field. So his primary matchup would be Roby Coleman who PFF has graded as a 49 and has given up a 60, 67% catch rate. So the matchup is good for him. He leads the team in red zone targets, and he's um, also had three end zone targets. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I like it. Probably like wide receiver, like back end wide receiver two, wide receiver three this week. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk has more upside. Just watching the game, he, he don't have the juice to make the play after the catch like he used to. Mm-hmm. So he, uh AJ Green is just going to be uh, mostly limited to yards unless he gets some red zone targets. Um, but yeah, to the moon for Kirk. Uh, I like Kirk. I, I, I like Zach Ertz too, and um, I, th- I think this boosts the running back situation too. They should yeah. get more usage out of those two guys back there, especially with Connor banged up. So uh, it's going to be a lot of people play from this team, and uh, yeah, I, I think you start everybody that you can except Rondell Moore at this point. Yeah, he, he he's really boom a bust. Uh, you don't want those problems in the playoffs. For sure. Uh, on the other side of the ball, there's really nobody to start. Uh, Swift is out. Uh, Hawkins is out for the year. Um, Carlos likes Craig, Craig uh, Reynolds. Uh, he's the next man up. He led the team last week in carries uh, and he, with 11 and had 83 yards. He also led the running backs in routes and caught both of his targets. Um, Cardinals are heavy favorites, so they should be throwing a lot. Um, so he could be getting a lot of passes with nobody to really throw to, and they throw to the running backs in that offense. So I can see, I can see it. I can see it. Oh um, uh, yeah, you're in a pinch. A lot of people are in a pinch, man. So you're gonna be starting. It's gonna be a lot of people starting some Hillers, uh, Jeffrey Wilson Jr., uh, Craig Reynolds. Um, my, <laughs> You know, so it's 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 ugly out there. So yeah, um, I'm starting DJ Johnson. Next play, uh, right? Roy See what I'm saying? Freeman. Right. You feel <laughs> Amad, me? Amad Ross St. Brown uh, has seen 12 targets in each of the last two weeks. Uh, he's a clear option for golf now. Uh, so I should think he keeps up that volume. Um, he'll see Murphy Jr. in the slot though. He's the highest graded cornerback. 
for the Cardinals. And PFF has them graded as a 70. So I do think the matchup is a little concerning, but the volume should be there to keep them afloat. Um, if you just have to play them, if you played them last week, I mean, you probably have to play them this week. So if you have been playing them, just hope that PPR, um, those targets give them a good ceiling. You got anything else? <clears throat> That's about it, man. It's yeah. Uh, basically, if you start anybody's from the Lions, man, you're in a bad position for real, for real. So don't hope for too much from those well, guys. Should we in a bad position because we apparently we about to start Craig Rimmers. Facts. <laughs> uh, on to the next game, we got Carolina at ten and a half point favorite Buffalo over under forty four and a half points. Uh, Josh Allen is going to be playing the uh, the Carolina Panthers, who are apparently going with a two quarterback system. That's kind of crazy. How do you feel about that game? Uh, they they go into a quarterback two system until PJ Walker throws a interception, then they go back to Cam. <laughs> but That's um, crazy. yeah, man, I I will stay away from this situation. Buffalo is allowing the. Those points to quarterback, so sit both. Herbert is getting the early down work, but not much in the passing game. With Amir Adul still in receptions and Cam taking goal line carries, Herbert is a desperate flex play in a horrible offense with a horrible matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Moore, I haven't heard if he's a full go yet. Um, he was battling some injuries throughout this week, but even if he has a full go, He's a flex place, a flex play at the most against the Bills, who are allowing at least points to wide receivers. And he's heavily involved in the passing game, seeing around 10 targets in the last two games. So uh yeah, you, you can't sit him unless you got a better uh player with a matchup. But I highly doubt it. But just throw him out there and hopefully you get some flex plays. Um Anderson last week he hauled in seven of his twelve targets for eighty-four yards and it's touchdown this is the first time all year anderson caught more than five targets or went over 46 yards uh he could be rostered but i definitely don't trust him this week against the bills he is a desperate um boom and bust play uh on to the other side josh allen he's a stud quarterback two on the year of course you should start him Diggs is a must start each week he's a wide receiver 10 on the year he may be shadowed by stefan gilmore but nevertheless you star in that guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Panthers are allowing the seven field yards to wide receiver, but Beasley got back on track last week, looking like himself. He was a productive flex play, uh, scoring at least uh, – he should score at least 10 points this week, even with the Panthers line seven field points. Emmanuel Sanders looking like he's a no-go with the knee injury. So that's why I have next up. Davis is a French flex play. He's been playing well lately. He's been on the radar for Josh Allen. Um, we definitely don't know what the usage breakdown will. We definitely do. They came out and said Davis is starting as wide receiver two opposite of Diggs. So, uh, yeah, man. I, I, what about Dawson Knox? It's, it's a French flex play for Davis, but he's he's – Bro, every week, like for the past two, three weeks, he's been finding the end zone. He's been finding four or five targets and being used. So, yeah, yeah, man, I think you can start him up, man. Between him and Beasley, they're going to get some flex numbers. They do not run the football. So, you know, it's it's targets out there to be had. And I I don't mind um, Beasley – or Davis in your flex position, I'm, I'm more stronger on Beasley. And then Davis is, is a flex. It's a fringe flex play, but I, a, a strong fringe flex play to me. Um, Dawson Knox, who you asked about, he has scored seven touchdowns this year um, while scoring at least 11 points in six of his 10 games he's played in. Um, he's Allen's second favorite targets. He has a start this week, even though the Panthers, are middle of the pack two tight ends. You should start this guy. He's been productive, and he's been living in the um touch. He's been living in the red zone. So I mean, been living in the end zone. So yeah, you gotta love your knock shares right now. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. I like I like Gabriel Davis this week. I think I could play him. Um, the matchup isn't good either way, but I, I 
they just throw the ball so much. Like it's going to yeah. They throw the ball. ball so, they throw especially, the ball so much. Yeah. Especially they try to scheme out a Stefan Diggs. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So yeah. I mean, he played the most snaps he played all year. Uh, and it's on a team that, that I can see if uh, they ran the football. If they ran the football and used the running backs, I would be worried. I'd be like, okay, some of that uh, uses may go to the running backs. That's, mm. But they don't use the running backs at all, so I kind of feel more confident about the pass catchers. Yeah, I like it. On to the next game, we got Cincinnati at Denver. Uh, Cincinnati one-and-a-half-point favorites with a 44-point over-under. Uh, Cincinnati obviously starts, of course, you got uh, Mixon, Chase, and Higgins. Money Joe, uh, that's a new name, bro. Not Joe Mixon, Money Joe. Everybody disrespecting him. Now he coming through that Money Joe. Put some yeah, respect sure. on my name. Put some respect. Looking at hey, Joe Byron, let me take you out to dinner. Joe Byron. <laughs> What's up, baby? Hey, you can't uh, stay on TikTok, man. <laughs> hey, Joe Byron, what's up, baby? <laughs> Taking out the dinner. Hey, yo. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, let's see. Carlos has Tyler Boyd as a sit. Uh, he'll see the lowest grade corner on the team, uh, Kyle Fuller, uh, but he's still not trusting him this week. Uh, over the last five games, Boyd has just had 14% of the target share, and he's averaging 43 yards and has zero touchdowns, and that's been um, sitting him with the playoffs on the line. I have to start him. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have many options because Tyler Bo- – not Tyler Boyd, uh, Tyler Lockett. If Tyler Lock- I, can't, I don't think I can wait till Tuesday. See, that's a limit a lot of people have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like, they have Tuesday players, but – like, do you wait, especially if your Tuesday player has already been diagnosed with COVID? Do you wait and see like if he's gonna come back? No, no, no. I mean, I I think Boyd is uh okay flex play, French flex play. He's been uh doing decent the past two weeks, but I'm not in love with Boyd. But if you're in a pinch, at least you know Boyd is gonna get you four points, unlike some players. So and that's yeah, that, and that's if you're depending on four points, it's probably pretty gross. Uh yeah, yeah man. He doesn't have a high ceiling, bro. Ten points, that's all you want for Tyler Boyd. Yeah, if he's starting, you're not you're not your team should be resting on Tyler Boyd. So I feel if you can sit Tyler Boyd, go ahead and sit him. Um, some fringe players, uh, Joe Mixon. Uh, he's solid in super place leagues, uh, just not confident in one QB league. No, you mean Lat- Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe I mean, Joe Burrow, Burrow Joe Burrow. That's what my bad, Joe Burrow. Yeah, you started Mixon for sure. <laughs> uh, last week, uh, the first week he scored 20 plus since week seven. Um, it was also his first multi touchdown game since week eight. And the Broncos are middle of the road against quarterbacks over the last five weeks. Um, I don't know if he's doing it, uh, I think he's starting in the Superflex League. Yeah, yeah. Definitely start I think you might even start him in one quarter. One uh, it's according to who you have. Because uh, if you got Kirk Cousins, somebody like Kirk Cousins, you will probably start Kirk Cousins over Joe Burrow this week. So it's according Joe Burrow or Teddy Bridgewater? I'm t- uh, Joe Burrow, for sure. But, you know, uh, that's that's about it. The closer you can get, it's like a Kirk Cousins uh, s- swap out. And that's why I meant. With it, you know, in one quarterback leash, you're probably going to start him unless you, you got a nice bench. So, yeah, man, um, I'm just hoping Burrow can give me 18 points per week. It, it looks like he's having a horrible game, then just come out like fourth quarter into third quarter. And <laughs> it, you know, next thing you know, you got 20 points. So, um, yeah. yeah, man, they're going to let Burrow throw the football. And that's what I uh, enjoy watching him do. And he's going to put up decent points. But, yeah, he's not a top five, top seven quarterback. He's a quarterback. better looked at as quarterback two this week. A top uh, quarterback two. On the other side of the ball, uh, some fringe players. We got the Broncos running backs. Um, they were uh, <clears throat> they were a few who thought uh, Williams carved out a larger role after this uh, performance uh, against Kansas City. But, of course, we saw Melvin Gordon come back and out-snap him the next week after that. Um, Gordon has averaged 16 opportunities to Williams 15, so they're doing the same thing. Um, with them both running the ball so much, uh, they both play this week. Uh, the matchup isn't too good against the uh Cincinnati Bengals. Um, 
over the last five weeks, the Bengals are allowing the third fewest fantasy points to the running back position, and they've only allowed just 61 yards per game and just one touchdown in that same span of five games. So they're both uh, flexes. It's just the running back positions uh, is, a, is a scary place. So you don't really have no choice. Um, somebody else, a fringe play is uh, Noah Fant. Uh, the matchup against the Bengals, who are allowing the most points to the tight end position over the last five weeks, should make him a must start. But uh, like the rest of the wide receivers, he's just not getting a lot of volume, only averaging four targets since week eight. Um, and he's the tight end 34 and is averaging five and a half points in that span. Uh, to make matters worse, Albert O is out is splitting snaps with him uh, since week eight. Um, Fent is averaging 23 routes ran per game to Albert O's 14. Um, Albert O has more yards than him and Thanks, only man. has one touchdown between the two of that span. So I ain't starting nobody I'm, on that team but the running backs. Yeah. <laughs> we don't see what the wide receivers can do for you for the past four weeks, ever since Judy been back. And the mm-hmm. only thing I trust is the running backs to put up flex numbers and have a ceiling of R- RB1 numbers. So uh, that's where I met with it in the playoffs. You see my team yeah. where I got Judy and Sutton. <laughs> yeah, Sutton is on my bench. I, I can't take no more zeros from him. After that last look, zero game, I was over that shit. Look, I, I traded all my picks to get help. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's really ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, the Falcons keeping on winning. That's ridiculous. Uh, we're trying to get a high draft pick. I don't know if they know. Uh, the Falcons played the San Francisco 49ers. We just still made the playoffs, bro, so. I know. That's, That's crazy. Wow. Uh, luckily, the San Francisco is nine-and-a-half-point favorites uh, with an over-under of 46-and-a-half. Uh, Atlanta starts, of course, he's starting Cordell Patterson. He's been getting the most production uh, via the running back as of late. Uh, he only had 13 targets over the last three games, uh, catching seven of them for 46 yards and hasn't had a touchdown. Uh, San Francisco has been middle of the road, uh, allowing fantasy points to running back position uh, since week 10. They rank 19th. Uh, San Francisco is also giving up the seventh most targets out of the backfield, though, uh, in that same span with 36 of them. So this could be a bounce back week for Cordell Patterson through the air. Uh, Russell Gage, uh, one of my early season picks. Of course, it didn't. I didn't expect Calvin really not to be here. Um, but Hey, sure. I bet off, right? <laughs> yeah, I bet off. Russell Gage How? and Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel ain't played number like 4%, 20%. Yeah. <laughs> Points per game, bro. That sounds like, sound like a personal problem, but he's still not getting uh, targeted. Is he, he playing this week? No, not fully. He playing 20%. Like, is he playing this week coming weeks? up, though? So, but I'm saying I mean, if Terry McLaurin don't missed, play, he should be playing. He, he missed practice on this week, so they're probably just going to keep him at 20%. But that's his problem for not being healthy, bro. Russell Gage was hurt this year. He came back, too. I'm just saying, bro. Another productive week for him, uh, a PPR week for him, of course. Uh, he's ninth in target since week 11th. Um, he's only found the end zone twice this season, so that's always hurts him. He doesn't have that touchdown deodorant like you don't want him to have, but he is leading the team in targets, so that helps uh, since week 11. And San Francisco has allowed the third most fantasy points to the wide receiver position since week 10. So I like Russell Gage this week for a lot of fill-ins. Uh, hopefully, if you pick them up on your waiver wire. Um, sitting Matt Ryan, he just hasn't done nothing in a long time to even think about. Uh, some fringe players I got, uh, if you in the pinch, Mike Davis, over the last two weeks, he's now had uh, double-digit fantasy do points. Me, uh, it's not been super fancy, and he's only scored one touchdown, but he uh, did have 16 touches last week. Um, and he's only played less than 50% of the snaps twice this year. It's gross. But you could do worse, man. People starting Dontre Dontrell Hillard. So I mean, like I mean, he has been used in, in, in the passing game. That's that's pretty much helping him out for the past couple weeks. And Cordell Patterson has been like kind of gimpy over the last couple games. Mike mm-hmm. Davis even Cordell Patterson didn't play uh the second it's half out here, bro. on Sunday, wow. and Mike Davis finished the game. So we, uh, we talking about starting Mike Davis in the lineup. Yeah. It's ugly out here, my boy. <laughs> Especially the COVID shit, man. Kyle Pitts, uh, another week. Kyle Pitts getting a lot of targets, um, just not finding the end zone. He got six targets last week, caught five of them for 61 yards. Uh, he's only had one touchdown all season, so that's it's just gross. The 49ers are allowing the fewest points to the tight end position over the last 10 weeks, and they've only allowed one touchdown during um, that span. So that's five games and only one touchdown to the tight end. So I don't see Kyle Pitts finding the end zone this week. Of course, he's still getting the target. So, I mean, you, you have to put him out there because there's not many other tight ends that you can play over him. 
at this point. Um, you could probably play him over no offense. I mean, it's gross, but you're gonna get you what you get. You're definitely playing him over fan. You're definitely playing him over fan. Yep, uh, I agree. Um, on to the other side of the ball, some starts. I got Jimmy G. The Falcons are allowing the third most fantasy points to the quarterback position since week 10. Um, and he's also had multiple touchdown games now in five of the last six weeks. And Superflex leagues, he's an easy start. I think he's a stream uh, candidate in one QB leagues over a lot of the guys that we've mentioned earlier on this episode. Uh, Debo Samuel, of course, is starting him. Um, he's not been getting as many targets as we, as we would like just because he's been running the ball so much. Um, so, but he's been efficient with the running and the scoring touchdowns. But how long can he be that efficient? Of with Great, four touchdowns? Him, I mean, to start him, but I just want him to get more targets, is all I'm saying. Um, I, I, th- I, him, think he, I want I him think, to go back to being a wide receiver, really. I, I think that should. Once Elijah Mitchell back he- healthy, that that should come. Mm-hmm. And I also think you know last year, last week was like that was like his first week back or his second week yeah, back his from week. from the injury. So I, I thought you know I just kind of felt like they were trying to ease him in. You know, I'm saying they didn't want to do too much. So I think things should get back to somewhat normal this week. Or is it another monster Kittle week, my boy? Uh, yeah, Kittle practiced again. Of course, he was not practicing. Um... I think Thursday, but he did practice today. So Kittle looks like he's going to play. He had a monster week last week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk finally turned that corner, man. Um, better late than never. Two touchdowns in the last four games and has had at least 50 yards in each game. Uh, last week, he did see his first double-digit target game and scored a game-winning touchdown. The Falcons are allowing the second most fantasy points to the wide receiver position over the last four weeks. So I like Brandon Ayuk. Uh, a fringe play I got is Jeff Wilson. He's expected to be the starter again with Elijah Mitchell being out. Um, he came up with 13 touches last week, 56 yards. Uh, he's not used much in the receiving game. Uh, Hasty got three targets. So he's not really – I don't really trust him either. The Falcons are giving up the 20th most fantasy points to the running back position, though, since week four. <clears throat> and they've allowed the eighth most receiving yards to running backs in that same span and around 40 yards a game. So – if um, Jeffrey Wilson does start getting um, the targets, that'll be good. I think Gbo stays in that same role when Mitchell gets back. Yeah, that's the scary part too, bro. Because it, it looks good as long as Debo is scoring touchdowns. But if he's not scoring touchdowns, he's like just getting running back like runs. It's like I think you're limited in his ceiling. Hope not. I hope not, man. I don't need that right now. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got for that game. I can dig it. I can dig it. But I like Jeffrey Wilson a little bit more only because of matchup. He did dominate rushes. So, you know, I, I, I like that. Carlos got some more news. I heard Mitchell is in danger of missing week 16 as well. So this might be the Debo we see for the rest of the year. Ooh, I don't think that's good. I don't think that's like something we should be like screaming for joy for. Actually, I mean, maybe, but it don't matter. If Debo catching the ball or running the ball, he looked like Debo and doing Debo stuff and getting you money. So if he rushing the ball eight times and he can get me fifty yards and also catching four times and get me thirty yards and maybe a touchdown, you good money, bro. That's right. Uh, I, I still like him though. He's still Debo. Um. Yeah, that's all I got for that game. Uh, on to the next game. We got Green Bay at Baltimore over under 44 points. Baltimore, uh, Green Bay is six-point favorites. We already talked about Lamar Jackson, man. If he doesn't play, a lot of things go bad. So how do you feel about this game now Like with Lamar Jackson up in the air? With Lamar Jackson up in the air, man, and they probably – you could probably say they don't need to start him this week. I mean, it is a big game, but if they uh if they lose, you know, they still in the playoff hunt. You know, they still gonna have to play week one because only one team get the buy, and they obviously not gonna get the buy. So it's a possibility that they may sit the guy this week, and it's on to that guy Tyler Huntley. Um, and I I, I think you you, you can. Throw him out there. He should have a safe nope. floor. I know the first week he didn't come through, but he's going to have a safe rushing floor. And he looked better out there when he uh, came in for Lamar. They might I know game and Green Bay will have a, a chance to, you know, go the whole week and thinking that Huntley will play. 
But uh, the Packers are allowing 13 fewest points to quarterbacks. But again, I said the rushing ability of Huntley should give him a decent floor. Um, and output quarterbacks like Jared Goff, possibly, uh, Trevor Lawrence, possibly, you know, Derek Carr been playing shitty lately. So, um, yeah, man. In quarterback two leagues, he's something to watch out for. If you need a pinch, uh, look his way. But he's just a French quarterback two starter. He's not a much start. Uh, Devontae Freeman is still getting the bulk of the carries and targets out of the backfield. Even with the Packers allowing the 14 fewest points to the running backs, you can start Freeman. He should be used a lot, especially with uh, Lamar out, possibly. Um to the wide receivers, Hollywood. Did he practice today? He yeah, did he, he finally practice in limited condition. So it's possibly that he would be playing. Uh, but the Packers get Jair Alexander back this week, and they're allowing the 12 fewest points to wide receivers. And the Pro Bowl quarterback is possibly out here. So Brown is uh, viewed as a, a flex play due to not scoring over 10 points since week nine. And the matchup, and also the quarterback didn't really target him in the game. But on to Bateman. Bateman, um, especially if Huntley plays, I feel like uh, you start Bateman. Uh, he looked great last year. Uh, Bateman was targeted a lot when um, Huntley came in. And it resulted in a lot of money for Bateman and, and people who had Bateman on their bench because you probably didn't start him. Uh, therefore, I like Bateman as a flex play more than Hollywood. But, yeah, I feel more confident about Star Bateman over Hollywood. I would try to stay away if I could. But um, Bateman is the guy, bro. Brown may be shadowed by Zaire Alexander. Alexander, So I'm kind of a little worried about that. Mark Andrews, of course, you start him. You got anything on that situation about the wide receivers? Uh, it's hard to not start Hollywood for me, but I feel like I feel like Bateman has showed that he has that he you know he is. But I feel like you gotta start Hollywood too, just because of what that potential is there. I think you start. I mean, it's but the not, but, but, I mean with, with Lamar, of course, but like without Lamar, it might be Bateman, like you said. We should, he showed, but that could have been just because Hollywood was hurt, and I just don't know how much I trust any like. It's the playoffs, bro. I just don't know how much I can trust that backup quarterback, bro. He's, he's like last week he did good, but that was against a, a Cleveland Browns team who had everybody affected by COVID. You know what I mean? So, mm. I mean, yeah, think about it. It's a lot of people out here with backup quarterback situation. Like at first, Washington, uh, Hankey wasn't playing, possibly wasn't playing. And then uh, it's another backup quarterback I had in my mind, probably wasn't playing. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, shout out, uh, what's up, Joshua? Make sure you like and subscribe, bro, if you haven't already. Uh, yo, what's up with DJ Moore, Ayuk, or Mooney this week? Oh, uh, pick one. <clears throat> I probably like Ayuk. It's between Ayuk and Mooney. And Mooney, yeah. Mooney should get more targets. Mooney has a decent matchup. Mooney is the number one receiving target on the team. So just because of that, and Allen Robinson has yeah COVID too. Right, so yeah, I probably go Mooney. Uh, yeah, you got to go Mooney, and Ayuk is second. Ayuk is <coughs> the targets has increasing since Depot is not playing wide receiver as much, mm. and he's been targeted in the uh, red zone. So uh, yeah, it's uh, Mooney and then Ayuk for me, and yeah. so either one of them are not bad plays this week. And Carlos said Mooney too. Appreciate uh, your question, Joshua. I got to go to that side of football with uh, Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's a must-start, of course. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's been clear. He had a great game last week. But I think uh, it's best if he's viewed as a flex play this week. The Ravens are allowing a third fewest points, two running backs, and Jones has been splitting touches with A.J. Dillon close to 50-50. And if it wasn't for the touchdowns, Aaron Jones wouldn't be sitting this pretty right now. Uh, so therefore, I got Dylan as a French flex play this week. And if Lamar Jackson is not playing, uh, Dylan can go to a flex play. Uh, he should be used more if 
Lamar is not playing because they probably can't keep up with Green Bay because Green Bay does have a decent good defense. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. If Lamar is not playing, I like Dylan uh, a little bit more. Um, of course, you're starting Devontae Adams, man. He is a monster. Lazar had a huge week, but we cannot trust that guy. He's boom a bust player, even with the Ravens aligned the 13th most points to wide receivers. So just take that in mind as you start him. Uh, he's been boom and bust all week. He does have a nice matchup, but he hasn't been consistent all year, and we basically plan to fire start him. I feel more comfortable starting Gabriel Davis in a, in a, in his match, in a bad matchup than starting uh, Lazard in a good matchup. We just don't know. That's pretty yeah, much it with that game. Uh, shit, I'm even starting Brandon Bolden in a lot of places, too. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I, so so I was I'm I, I'm in between I got like Jeffrey Wilson, uh Edmonds and Bowden because Alec Collins went out. So that's that's my running back. So I'm stuck for the playoff run because Swift is battling injuries. <laughs> so I'll be wishing like some of my players are just gonna magically come off the IR list, like we're gonna get a magical notification, but like look, 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 look Gabe needs me. <laughs> Nah, that shit's so crazy. Like, I, and literally in like legends, it's not. I don't even have no choice. I, it's nothing I can do. Literally, that shit is crazy. It's really disgusting. Um, shout out to COVID and shout out to the fantasy guys for all the injuries this year. Um, right. you got you got anything else for that game? <clears throat> That's it, my boy. On to the next one. We got uh the uh one of the Tuesday matchups: Seattle at the Rams. Uh, Rams four point favorites with an over under forty five and a half. Seattle um got Russell Wilson over there. I expect him to start. Uh, he's been okay as of late. Not dominant rest that you expect or that you drafted him for, but he has had multiple touchdown games in the last three games, and he's only through. But he's only through over thirty five times once in um those three games so he has to be super efficient but good thing about russell westbrook is he's always been super efficient to be effective but this week he does play the rams who are vulnerable because of that covid thing but with the game being moved to tuesday they could get a lot of players back i don't think i'm um, starting him, bro it's yeah i don't know he's let a lot of people down in the playoffs uh i mean and- <laughs> if, it, if it was anybody but the rams they got yeah. too many problems and they all line is they all line is not it bro i just don't that's not the week. I mean, I still think Russ would do something, but bro, you got to start him if you on your team and you made the playoffs, probably. So just temporary. It's, it's not like, but unless you're on one quarterback, please, you probably have better options on on the bitch. Like, I would. Would you start Jimmy G or Russell Wilson? Mm. Oh, they play the Falcons. Yeah, Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Was- Jimmy G or Russell Wilson. Yeah. Carlos don't want to start Russell Wilson either. It's scary, especially on a Tuesday, bro. Like, especially if you wait until Tuesday. Like, that's it sucks. I mean, like I said, if it was any other team, but bro, their biggest problem is their O line. They can't, they can't block nothing. So can't blocking no, yeah, man. Can't block everybody Aaron Donald about to be swim move through them. <laughs> right. uh, Rashad Penny, man. So yeah, man, that Russell Wilson thing. If you don't have anybody options, it really just depends on who you have on your waiver wire and one QB leagues. But like a Jimmy G, I found him on the waiver wire earlier this week. Um, I had found Justin Fields on the waiver wire earlier this week because I have Lamar Jackson. Uh, so both of those guys I like over him. You know what I mean? So it just depends on who you got out there. I wouldn't go like too far, like a Derek Carr far. Um, but, you know, it just depends Best. on what the, what the options is. Uh, Rashad Penny had a good week last week. He's expected to be the only back in the backfield this week with uh, Alex Collins going out. Uh, he could return, just like I said, with that Tuesday. Tuesday thing changes everything. Um, but I still feel like Rashad Penny's done enough to, like, outplay Alex Collins at this point. 17 touches, 137 yards, two touchdowns uh, last week. So it's pretty clear. Alex Collins out. The ball. Huh? He's out? But I'm I saying they, they moved it Tuesday, though. I thought he was just he got Oh, yeah, true, true. So That's I agree with you. Yeah, Penny the guy that came out and said Penny should get any other opportunity in the world. So it's cool. Mm. And isn't it – this is fear, right? So he a free agency too, right? No? Yeah, he, I think he's a free agent after this year. He's a first-round pick, so they're probably not going to mm. sign that, uh, you know, they might franchise extra tag year. Him. Not franchise tag, bro. If you're a first-round pick, you get to – the team get to agree if they want that extra year. I forgot. Oh, the fifth year option. I think this might be his fifth year option. He might be playing on it. Nah. Uh, 
Oh yeah, this is fourth year, so yeah. Oh, they got- yeah, he, oh, he got one. He they probably fifth year option then. Uh, the Rams are giving up the eleventh fewest fantasy points to the running back position in the last four weeks, so you do have to temper your expectations. I don't expect the one hundred thirty-seven yards, expect, unless none of these guys come back again. <laughs> time out, time out. I guess one of us said we wouldn't start Russell Westbrook, and you brought you brought up the comment instead. It said, "Yeah, Carlos wouldn't start Russell Westbrook." <laughs> <laughs> and I just reread the comment. I just noticed, like, wait, we did not catch that. I don't know if I said Russell Westbrook or you, but <laughs> talk about Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Russell, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start him either. Oh shit! All right, my bad, bro. You was talking about. Uh, I don't even know what you was talking about. I was just saying that he's going to get the volume as an RB1, but I just you got to tip your expectation just because it is the Rams. Uh, DK Metcalf, uh, of course, with Tyler Lockett being out, his his sitting is to the roof. Um, but not really because if Jalen Ramsey comes back, then, you know, it's lockdown city over there for him. But the volume he should get if Tyler Lockett is not there should keep him through the, the roof. Uh, he has seen at least eight targets in the last four out of his five games. So it's not like he hasn't been getting a target. It's just that he hasn't found the end zone, and um, you just got to cross your fingers at this point because you're not sitting him if he's playing. So even if it's a Tuesday, facts you got to uh, take whatever you can get from DK. And just just keep your ears to the street like Sunday. Just oh man, and or Penny, like, I, I like Penny over like Reynolds. You know, it's a couple running back situations, so you probably start in Penny. I like Penny over a lot of running back situations this week. Uh, a fringe Even player I got league. for Seattle is uh, Gerald Everett. Uh, he found the end zone last week. Um, only saw two targets, and that's but that's the fewest he's seen since week ten. Um, if Lockett remains out, I think the volume should be there for him to be a consistent tight end play. Uh, but even if the um, Lockett does play, I think the Rams uh, it should be to uh, get him through. Um, average around five six targets a game. Um, the Rams have allowed the seventh fewest fantasy points to the tight end over the last four weeks and only one touchdown. It really just depends on who's healthy at this point. It's the battle of the health. I like it. I just won't force it. No, yeah, yeah. On the other side of the ball, we got Matt Stafford, of course, Cooper Cup, of course, Odell Beckham Jr. I think he's an every week starter now. If he plays, uh, he already tested negative once. So I think he just has to do it one more time. He scored a touchdown in three on uh, each of the last three weeks. Uh, he's getting around uh, the wide receiver two amount of targets, 22 targets in the last three games, um, and he has a decent matchup this week. Um, a fringe play, uh, we talked about Van Jefferson a little bit earlier. He saw the fewest targets he's seen all last year, and I think that was a, Odell's biggest target game. So that's kind of scary, uh, but he still found the end zone, um, and he's found the end zone now in the last three games. He's averaging seven targets a game before that last bad game. So that PPR is still in the safe. Um, Hopefully that was just a, a one-off week, um, but uh, it, and they, I don't think and they played Arizona last week and they didn't really have to pass much in that I mean, game. They passed the ball. They they scored a lot of points. They I think they just the defense was uh, it was a better matchup. The Seattle defense, the Seattle matchup is an easier matchup. So if if, OB, if OBJ doesn't play, of course he's starting. But I think even with OBJ playing. You can feel a comfortable start. Not comfortable, but I think I, I'm still starting him. So how do you feel about him? OBJ? Yeah, I'm starting OBJ in the flex. I feel comfortable starting. No, not OBJ. Uh, I'm talking about Van Jefferson. I feel starting playing Van Jefferson. Um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of internet. There you go. Yeah, you yeah go. I'm now fine with playing Van Jefferson. Like I said last week, the game was kind of, you know, lopsided early. You know, Arizona came back at the end late. But the Rams got up a lot, and they didn't really have to do much. Going through the ball 30 times. It's still not working. You can hear me? Okay. Yeah. You know, it looked like it kept saying you was muting me or something. So, yeah, I, I like Van Jefferson, Matthew Stafford. Uh, may have to throw the ball a little bit more this week. And Van Jefferson, they're looking out for him on big plays. So, yeah, I think you can put him in the flex. Him and OBJ, you can put him in the flex. Um, then, did we ever find out what about about Darrell Henderson? Is he on the IR or what? No, he's not on the IR, bro. He's on the COVID. He's list? on the COVID lit, and he got uh, he got ongoing related issues. Uh, 
well, not ongoing related issues, but he just haven't came out the COVID late. I don't know if he's still, you know, feeling, feeling, he was uh, hurt you know, before he got COVID though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they just saying he's on COVID lift, and until he's clear, he can't play. So you just got to keep an ear out on that. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Um, I think that's all I got from that game. Uh, if Tyler Higby play, I also like Tyler Higby. You can you can start Tyler Higby. Mm-hmm. And in um, the running back situation, you say you start Sony. Yeah, yeah, of course. If, if Darrell Henderson doesn't play, I'm sorry, Sony. Sony looked good uh, in his in his relief roles. Uh, I don't think I'm going to win my bet, but you know he's still been looking good. I like. It looked like your internet went out, my boy. Or is it mine? Well, I think we're having technical difficulties with my boy, Gabe. Oh, I think I had went out right there. That was me. Maybe it was me. My bad. Yeah, you went out. All right, you back. Now we're done with that. We're on to the next game. Yeah, on to the next game. Um, Yeah, my bad, guys. On to the next game. We got uh, Sunday night football. Um, we got the New Orleans Saints at the 10.5-point favorite Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 46.5 points. Uh, Obvious starts in that one. Um, on start Tom Brady. Of course, you start Mike Evans. Um, of course, you start Leonard Fournette. That, now that Leonard Fournette did practice today, so he, he should be uh, healthy. He should be ready to go. Um, did I miss anybody? Uh, Rob Gronkowski and Chris Godwin. So you basically starting everybody. You starting everybody on Tampa Bay until or if AB returns. You starting everybody on this uh, offense. The receiver besides Ronald Jones, all the receiving options. You starting them. They they eating right now, and uh, it's not the best matchup against New Orleans, mm-hmm. but they are one of the best offense. Sits in the league and they should get up on this team and just you know go to town, hopefully. But yeah, so you starting everybody on that side, and on the other side, man, it's just you know, the obvious just starts is Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara. Taysom Hill looks shaky in the passing game, but it's hard to sit him with that rushing ability. And Mm -hmm. and you know. The screen game is crazy, so he can drop a screen off to Kamara at any moment, and Kamara can take it to the house. So I, mm-hmm. I, I like the obvious start in Taysom Hill, and that's pretty much if from that side uh, you sit Mark Ingram because Alvin Kamara is playing. He's not really getting much usage with Al- Alvin Kamara back. He got ten carries last week, but he averaged around two point eight yards per carry. So I don't feel confident about him going up against uh, one of the top run defenses in the league. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, so it's really not – I mean, it's pretty click-click right there. Um, on to Monday Night Football. I've been waiting – that's not even it. Oh, you ready? Dun-dun-dun-dun. I got to figure it out. I keep forgetting that shit. Uh, Five-and-a-half point favorite, Minnesota at Chicago, 44-and-a-half uh, point over-under. Um, we got Justin Fields, man. He's looking like he might be a playoff winner. Uh, playoff mm-hmm. winner starting cornerback. How you feel about Justin Fields this week? Well, in the last six games, Fields has averaged eight carries for 54 yards per game. Uh, that's this the reason why he's pr- producing more fantasy points right there, that rushing floor. Um, he has averaged one passing uh, touchdown uh, through that span as well, including that dud game where he got hurt. So the Vikings are allowing the third most points to quarterback. He is a start in all quarterback two leagues and a French starting quarterback one leagues. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah. Matter of fact, he started in, one, in quarterback one leagues. I would probably start him over Burrow. Yeah, I'm starting fact, him I was over start. um, Teddy Bridgewater this week. Of course. First um, time, yeah. I, I start – uh, my bad. I start Kirk Cousins. I had a brain fart. I start Kirk Cousins or um, Justin Fields in this game over Burrow. Burrow's still going to eat the offense run through him, but just saying. Uh, that David Montgomery. Outside, you can't beat that. 
Right. David Montgomery has caught 14 passes in the last two games. This is giving him a safe floor, uh, which is key. Um, and he has an easy schedule down the stretch. He has an opportunity to finish quarterback one each week in this playoffs like he did last year. So this is good for uh, Dave Montgomery owners. Uh, the Vikings are allowing the 14 most points to running backs. So uh, start Monty. He gets the volume and he should eat uh, Darnell Mooney. Uh, the Tigers have been declining since the last two weeks, but he's a big part of this offense and could bounce back any week. Uh, and this week could and should be the week form as the Vikes are allowing the most points to wide receivers. So start him in the flex everywhere. Uh, you say Robinson is not practicing? Nevertheless, yeah, I have him as a, uh, nevertheless, I have him as a desperate flex play anyway. Now on to mm. the other side of the football, my boy Kirk, who cousins who've been cooking all year man he has thrown two or more passing tds in six straight games and the bears are allowing the eighth, eighth most, most points two quarterbacks so he's a start everywhere cook cook the steelers last week and finish as the running back number one so you know you starting him justin jefferson has been going crazy start that stud um before getting hurt, Thielen scored a touchdown in five of his last six games, but I'm doubt I was doubtful that he's going to play Monday. So KJ is a start with Thielen out. The Bears are middle in the pack, two wide receivers, but they haven't been giving up big plays all year. So find a way to put KJ in the lineup because he may get another big play like he did last week. Uh, Tyler Conklin didn't do much last week with Thielen out and probably won't do much this week as the Bears are allowing the first, the fourth fewest points to tight ends. So, yes, sit him and find a tight end with a better matchup. And that's a wrap, my boy. So how scared are we for Thielen? I mean, he had the high ankle sprain, and that's what uh, Judy had, right? Ju- Jer- yeah. I mean, uh, I'm about to say Jared Judy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Judy. He had, yeah, he had high, and he was out for like three weeks. So, Thielen, you know, he going on his second week, and that's just, and everybody's saying they're doubtful. So, I know that's it. Gross. They need to take the points off a of sleeper if he's not going to play, bro. Just, uh, damn. So, I don't have to look at it. So, like, just, when I see points by his name, I'm like, bro, I'm starting. I don't care. Look, that's then, just putting uh, that little hope in your heart. And then I get disappointed every time because he doesn't play. He doesn't play. So I'm like, damn, bro, why you had to do me like that? It'd be uh, like that. I got one more start set. Um, Cordell Patterson or Ramondre Stevenson? They play the Colts, too, for a minute, Pat, but they're going to run. They're gonna, you know they're going to run. The, uh, you got to go with Sheesh. That's what I'm saying. Ramadre Stevenson might be my I think Ramadre Stevenson because they're going against the Rams and that's Tuesday. Brad, Cordell, Cordell, bro. No, I'm, okay. Ramadre Stevenson or uh Rashad Penny. That's what I meant to say. Stevenson. Yeah, because I'm starting Cordell. He get used in a pass passing game. Stevenson, you know, may not or may not be the passing back. So he might mm-hmm. get out of rushes where Cordell is gonna get both. So he, but yeah. Him over Penny. He has a better matchup than Penny and a better O-line than Penny and a better mm. offense than Penny. So yeah. Yeah, and a better, yeah. It could be it could go real left for Penny real fast. Um, no, that's the last thing I have, man. You got anything else? No, I'm good, my boy. Good uh, luck. Shout out to week. Travis Kelsey for um coming through big. <laughs> um uh, uh, let's see, shout out to who else? Austin Eckler, shout out Justin Fields, shout out Patrick Mahomes for coming back. It looked like shout he was out the Keenan Allen. Of Christmases. Shout out Keenan Allen. Um, Bro, hopefully, look- we get a, a lot more players to shout out um, come next week. And I'm not sad on the episode because if I'm not, if I lose all my playoffs matches, I'm not going to want to record. But I'm going to be sad. So it's all right. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of buys, so I'm be <laughs> playing next week. <laughs> uh, but. Um, Good luck to everybody out there, man. Without further ado, let me find the uh the, the, the outro button or whatever it is. Shout out to Carlos. Unless Shout I'm out to Antonio. You. Shout out to Antonio, unless I'm playing you. Uh, am I playing Tony? No, I don't think so, but if I am playing you, no shout out to you. Peace.
Damn.